крутые парни по всей стране, кто связан дружбой с ВДВ. Такое братство, надежный щит, никто Россию не победит. ВДВ, с неба привет, ультрамариновый на побережье. Тенник с волной и море погон С неба навеки десант обручен ВДВ, сколько побед Из парашютов белый букет Радугой мирной порядку пола Слава десанту, честь и хвала В центральном парке салют в Москве Мечтают парни о ВДВ Любым оружием владеть легко С нами победы главнее всего ВДВ Небо привет, ультрамариновый на берет, Тельник с волной и море погон, С неба навеки десант обручен. ВДВ, сколько побед, Из парашютов белый букет, Радугой мирный порядку пола, Слава десанту, честь и хвала! Честь и хвала! So apparently my dog is not a Soviet. He saw that video no. just on the computer screen and just started barking. He's like, fuck this shit. <laughs> he does, so that's he why does I have my not. headphones laid here so my dog can hear it. He did the same goddamn thing, just ran to get not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's funny. That's that's really oh how how the fuck are you guys doing? We got uh we got Nolan Booth up on the on the top right next to me and Brady Price down there on the bottom. Uh Tyler Holsey. Holsey, yeah. He was he was supposed to jump on. I haven't heard back from him and then had a couple others couldn't make it. So anyway, this is uh this is the anti cowboy measures bull session. <laughs> Um, I, I think, uh, we've all, we've all worked in a feedlot. Is that correct? Or are you currently in the feedlot? Um, Brady? No. So my feedlot experience, my stepdad owned one back in Wyoming. So I would just kind oh, of okay. go basically day work for him. Okay. And, 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 uh, Nolan, you, you're, you're in one now. Yep. yep. Yeah. So, uh, I, I think, uh, if you, if you put riding pins, that could be a pretty effective anti-cowboy measure. <laughs> Depends on how broke they are. Depends on it, the it's, law. It's where you show up when you're broke. Let's be yeah. honest. <laughs> or, or if you're uh, if the country's in a recession, feedlot's not a bad place to be. 
that 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 check um i've never had a check bounce uh from from a feedlot that i've worked for so um there's that well and yeah especially like kind of coming from the ranching side if all of a sudden you're kind of out of a job there about this time of year there ain't a lot of ranches hiring right now so yeah you're gonna go find a feedlot because they're busy they're got pins full they'll hire you right now oh yeah and just about every uh feedlot is hiring all the time yeah all the time (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah there's uh if if you have a full crew like it's kind of weird almost you're just like um is is something gonna happen like something's not right with the world we got a full crew if you find a feedlot that's not hiring somebody don't go to work there (laughs) yeah we we can get into the pokey feeders uh argument you know just depends on who you talk to uh uh they uh there's some guys that that swear that pokey feeders was uh, was a great place to work uh surprisingly none of them work there anymore but uh (laughs) they'll still claim that was a great place to work um (laughs) But that that's uh I don't know are you, are you aware of that that yard Brady it's uh it's north no, of I Scott City not. Kansas it's uh it's uh pretty well known in the down down in the you know the like Southwest Kansas uh, Oklahoma and Texas Panhandle Eastern Colorado area that and that that it's uh it's pretty notorious they they run through through people pretty regular but Master they pay pair of underwear. <laughs> pretty close pretty close the pin the pins um who wears pins um joe biden don't he wears the pins <laughs> um but <laughs> yeah i think they paid pretty good but they uh yeah i i don't know i've, I've talked to a lot of good hands that work there and they said ah it's it's all right if you don't mind working all the fucking time like <laughs> like 15 16 hours a day every single day and say you you get rich working there because you don't have any time to spend that money (laughs) it was i don't know that that's oh go ahead the only time i really thought i was gonna go be full hand yard help was Mm -hmm. talk to these guys online everything sounded great pay was pretty good holy shit there's benefits involved you know that's kind of out of the blue like not new to me but yeah I, this sounds pretty good they said well all right come out and we'll we'll just see how you do I said all right so showed up i and i told them i said well i got some horses i can bring and they said no 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 no. we got horses we want you to ride said, all right you know and so of course we're gonna be on a dink well i showed up threw my saddle on jumped on got ready to ride out and they said no 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 you gotta leave your rope here you gotta do what <laughs> Oh, they said, well, you can't have your rope in the pins for liability reasons. I don't think this is the place for me. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate the interview, but I think we're done here now. Yeah, that's, uh, well, I, uh, when I, when I went to work at, um, at Grant County, I couldn't rope well enough to, to do anything at the time anyway. So like it wasn't anything for me to leave the rope behind, but it so I never even even really asked. I just and then I was like, oh, we got you know got around there. I was like, oh, that's a yeah. They don't allow you to have there. I think it was uh, Gilcrest up in 
in uh, around Greeley was the last of the JBS five rivers yards that allowed ropes. And then somebody got his thumb cut off and yeah, that ended it for the rest. Of, that was the last holdout. And uh, yep. yeah, as far Our as cactus taken away because of people using breakaway ropes and somebody no. got smacked in the face with them. <laughs> I mean, that's just good fun. <laughs> he he decided he needed to go to the doctor and then that, that ruined it for all of us oh he was a bitch them people that need to go to the goddamn doctor I know it's uh my I I got kicked by a cow on S4 that I just it just jammed my wrist you know I figured it was like jamming your thumb because I could still like roll my wrist around and everything and it was just swelled up and everybody's like no I'm pretty sure that's broke and I had my brother-in-law like pull on it, see if we could unjam it. And, um, and then finally my wife, like she pestered me enough. I was, it was, it was Easter weekend too. And so I was like, fine, if it's not, if it doesn't start, the swelling don't start going down by tomorrow. I'll, I'll go to the doctor. And, yeah. Sure enough. Like I said, uh, I told her, I was like, it's either not broke or it's like, a you know, a compression fracture where it doesn't break to the outside. So they're not a damn thing they can do for you, except give you the stupid soft cast. And <laughs> that's exactly what it was. It was, uh, it was uh, like a compression fracture and they gave me a soft cast. Eh. Gay. <laughs> so that's the only time in my life I've ever used a uh, workman's comp. Cause that, that, those x-rays are fucking expensive. The yeah. one time in my life that I wish I could have used it, I was in Nebraska where workman's comp is not a thing because we're agricultural workers. Mm-hmm. Cabin season got kicked in the head. I was plumb knocked out. Somehow stayed on my feet, caught myself on the fence, dirty pissed off, turned around to cuss the cow out, fell over again. Oh, Ended shit. up, shit, it got to the point where I would have to get out of bed and I'd have to crawl on my hands and knees to go to the bathroom and take a leak. <laughs> turns shit. out two months two months later finally went to the doctor apparently had an aneurysm oh so they had to do <laughs> three spinal taps in order to remove all the excess buildup around my brain oh they they turned it to 11 on you did they told boss what was going on <laughs> he was like well you're on your own well i guess we can find a new ranch <laughs> <laughs> oh shit i was three looking for a job but i found huh? this one Three spinal taps. Uh, lost about 60 per, 60% of my vision in this right eye because there was so much excess fluid around my brain, it pinched the uh, optical nerve off. Uh-huh. And so I was dang near blind in my right eye. Dang. Huh. Dang. Did, it, did it come back once they, they got it drained? So once they, it, it took quite a while after they drained. It took, honestly, probably six, seven months from my last spinal tap for everything to fully come back shit so it it was like uh, the cow version of covid instead of losing your your smell you lost your sight lost my sight exactly it was was calvin yeah calvin (laughs) here we go (laughs) i I mean you got a case of that a while back matt is your face oh yeah i know it's weird that i have to ask but you know it's um it's still bruised, right? I mean, she she did get me pretty good. Um, it's the swelling's gone down, but there's I got a nice little scar coming, and then there's still like a, a little lump right there where it's still 
like my my upper jaw and my lip is has been swelled up the entire time so it's a good reason i i'm using that as a, a reason why i don't shave my stash every time I, my uh my wife asked me it's like no nah, i can't i got a fat lip still it's been a month and a half I keep I, stash. <laughs> yeah i uh i think i'm gonna be uh and i don't know why i've never done it before because i i've got the stash for it but i'm actually gonna go full poncho via for halloween and um yeah, so I, I gotta find a, I gotta find like a legit sombrero, but like not the not the fancy, you know, with the, you know the, the sequins on. I like I want to find like that same style, but without the sequins, you know, because like the tan it, ones with like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I, so I'm gonna find one of those. Get me a serape, a couple of bandoliers, you know, make it look so, real cool. Just make people listen to the end of this episode. At the end, remind me about Poncho Villa, and I'm going to tell you the one of the funniest jokes about Poncho that my uncle told me. Nice. Well, should we save that for the Patreon? Is it is it a Patreon? Uh, is it like a not safe for work one or? It, it's not safe for work. That that'd be a Patreon one. Okay, we'll we'll save that after. Yeah, when when we we'll do that just for paying customers. So, no, all uh, more reason that they should be paying. Exactly. Exactly. It's. Uh, which, by the way, we're gonna start going uh, live streaming only on uh, on the Patreon. It still works through YouTube, but it doesn't put it out publicly for YouTube. So what it does is like I'll send you a link uh, in your email, or, or I'll, I'll I'll post the link on Patreon. You'll get an email notification or a, a phone notification, and then you can still watch it just like a regular YouTube video. You can still do the chat like like YouTube, but um. Yeah, because honestly, the only reason YouTube I still use it is because it's free. But they don't like I got the last video I think got seven views. Seven. I've got a thousand followers on there, but seven views on a video. <laughs> it's because like, we're all ugly. I think so. I think so. Um, <laughs> if, well, if it's in my case, that's because I don't know how to work it. But well, still, I just I think I mean that's uh. That's a horrible percentage for the amount <laughs> of subscribers I have, and uh, yeah, it, it's I, I don't I don't get this uh, I don't get the algorithm stuff most most of the time, anyways. But I know with all the political shit that uh, that we talk, that uh, yeah, it, yeah, it's not going uh, kind yeah, of they're a not shadow gonna... band type thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've been stuck at 3,500 followers. Uh, it's like 3,530 for like the last six months. I'll, go, I'll get like 20, 20 new followers in a day, and I'm like, oh, I wonder how many I'm up to now. Still at 35, 20, or 30. Somewhere right in there. It's like, uh, and uh, yeah, and on Facebook. Oh, if you're against the pedophiles, you'll never, you'll never grow. I, I know, I know. The pedophiles are, it's funny how they're really trying to make that uh like a normalized thing like it's uh you know it's a, a sickness which it is a sickness that you have to die from uh but it it i mean it is I a know sickness. a cure for it yeah oh, that is the only that is the only cure as far as i know i mean there there are different methods of Probably. the cure but the, the, the end results the same uh my favorite though is the wood chipper i, I think that's that's by far the most effective I mean, I, I, you gotta go back to we're gonna hang them and then we're gonna burn them. 
Well, I've never that too. hanging a dead man before. <laughs> but see, I'm I'm trying to make this uh, popular with the most amount of people. So if you would chip them, you can compost them. Mulch green. Okay. It makes it becomes carbon neutral at some point. Yeah, I mean, you know, composting is carbon neutral. Burning them, you know, CO two. Yeah. So. Yeah. So like you're 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 decreasing the carbon by composting them, but you're also burning a lot of diesel to run the the chipper, so it all balances out. End of the day, carbon neutral, and that's a good thing as far as I, I know, um, according to our, our latest propaganda. Carbon neutral is a good thing. Well, don't you worry, boys. In a couple of years, we're all going to have electric pickups. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> I'm not opposed to it, but I, I was I was talking with my... Uh, with with our other pen rider this morning, I was like, just wait till because we were talking about NASCAR, and, and like wait till NASCAR is all electric vehicles. How fucking weird will that be watching that? Because like part of the isn't part of the allure of going to a NASCAR race is just like the sheer noise How and loud. the thunder of it. And, and well, but have instead, you seen it's just Dodge's like, new electric <laughs> one. Uh, so Dodge came out with an electric charger. That uses part of that battery to run speakers to make exhaust noise. <laughs> Swear to God. Shut the fuck up. Swear to I God. Just... <laughs> That's amazing. That's the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> every pickup I ever have ever had, every electrical thing is always broke on it. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna make the entire thing. How many times have you guys had a rewired trailer? Yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> Yeah, it makes conduit gets real cheap after you have to tear out, um, you know, trailer wiring. It's like, fuck that. I'm putting in conduit and and I'm never replacing this shit again. Well, so that's there was a guy just the other day. I think this is up on YouTube. Try to do a deal. He went and bought like some old Model T or some old Ford had a brand new electric F-150. He's like, yeah, we're going to tow it home in this. He could not make it a hundred miles before he had to stop and get a charge. Good God! How are you going to get across Wyoming doing that? That's not going <laughs> to yeah. happen. Like you're you're uh, you're coming from Utah on on I eighty in the you know in the fall, <laughs> and it just that wind hits you, and your battery gauge just go. <laughs> you're over there at Elk Mountain, stuck behind the pileup. All oh. of a sudden, your battery goes dead. Man, when I was uh, pulling a trailer through Wyoming with my my little three quarter ton gasser, I, it was like, and, and it didn't have a big tank either. It was only like a twenty four gallon tank, and it was like every hundred and fifty miles I had to pull over. I mean, that's like that, that. I mean, it took a long time to get from from Western Nevada to Eastern Colorado, uh, in in a gas gas pickup pulling a pulling a trailer over that shit. I mean, especially through Wyoming because it just. It doesn't matter what direction you're driving, you're in a headwind. You fight the wind. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somehow you're in a headwind from all directions. So we call it the W word. You, you don't dare say it. It's just the W word. Uh, see, that, that's the only place on earth that beat where I grew up. I mean, like, and Nolan, you're, you're well aware of the, the wind oh. down there. It's brutal, but like, yeah, Wyoming's the only place I, I can think of that's got it worse. And uh, I didn't know that was possible till I, I went up there. <laughs> well, you know yeah, why it, Wyoming's it, so windy, don't you? 
Because um, Idaho blows and Nebraska sucks. Colorado or sucks. Ah, uh, there it is. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, we got like, got to get that greeny shot in there when I can. Colorado used to be good. God damn it. There's still that northeastern corner that's holding out. Yeah, the the rural the rural parts of the state are still good, but they they just don't have enough people. But <clears throat> I don't know. I think. Uh, I was I was talking with uh, with one of my good buddies, and as bad as Polis is, and I, and I can attest to this, like boy, he's a lot better than most of them them Western Democrat governors. I mean, he's not good. Don't get me wrong, but compared to like that that uh, that bitch down in New Mexico, uh, Newsom in California, this piece of shit we've got here in Nevada, and then Oregon, Washington, those guys, all of those are way worse than jared polis jared polis at least wants people to make money you know he's like right. uh, hey it he, business is a good thing the hand that feeds him. right he's uh but he's like hey um like we gotta work to make money and like businesses make money so we kind of want businesses here so let's we gotta get back to work at some point and so like he's he's at least somewhat rational he's like i said it's a big caveat. He's not he's not good by any means, but compared to the rest of them, Colorado got it pretty pretty good. Especially compared, like you said, compared to a lot of them. Mm-hmm. How's uh how's things in Utah? I hear I hear this McMullen's gonna upset the Senate race. Holy shit! Oh, don't even get me started on that, dude. <laughs> no, uh, so you guys, you're the right age. You've seen the movie The Coneheads. Yeah. You will never <laughs> yeah. see another one of his commercials without looking at the same way. <laughs> I, I've not never seen one of his commercials, but I, I've seen his face and I, I uh the conehead thing thing didn't hit, but it's it's been a while since I've seen it. So I but I just I did think like good god, that is a super shiny head. Like <laughs> like it's it's like uh, Michael he Jordan shiny. Detailer at least once or twice a week, little buffing pad on there, you know. Yeah, he's like uh, he's like a pasty liver spotted Jordan head. <laughs> like it's it's super shiny, but like he's not got great skin tone. Well, and that's like, I really don't think he's gonna catch any traction out here because you got all the Mormons and you know how they're gonna vote and. I well, really and, don't see things going his way. Well, and he's running against Mike Lee, who's pretty damn solid. Like Mike Lee is one of the right. one of the good ones uh, in the Senate. So I think it's uh, I think the Democrats are going to lose their fucking ass. It seems like uh, it seems like the the polls are finally happened to admit that like, oh, yeah, it's not working. We're f- it's looking bad so so then they're just like throwing up hail marys they're like utah might go and no it's not no (laughs) no it's not um but it's like you know maybe if it was like that judge roy moore thing you know remember where he uh he was accused of kind of kind of somewhat being a pedophile and like i kind of agree with it like he wasn't technically a pedophile because it was legal but still he was in his thirties and he was coming after 16 year olds. Like mm, I'm good with him not being in the Senate. You know, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with that. I, I don't care if a, if a Democrat won the Senate 
for a couple of years in, in Alabama. Um, that, yeah, I, I, I don't want that guy that, uh, yeah, that, that's a little, a little pedophilic and I'm not, I have got a no tolerance on that. For sure. There's the, there's a hard line in the sand on that one. Yeah. Like I, I made that meme cause, uh, I, I sent, I sent a, a, as a tweet to, to Aaron and, uh, there was some Republican in, uh, Arizona and he was running for like a college, uh, like board of trustees or some, some shit like that. And he got caught in the parking lot of said college about 200 feet away from a daycare center, yanking it in his car. And um, even if there is an explanation, there's There's no way it can be a good one. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way for there to be a good explanation there. And the guy did not get arrested. I I just like spit out a lot of things with cops. That's not one of those deals you talk your way out of. Um, I'll uh, we'll we'll be covering it on on the next fence post politics, and I've got the. (laughs) you know screenshots of the the police report but the the cop was just like like knocked on the window scared the guy and he's like uh, and then he's like get out of the car and then it gets he's like seriously seriously (laughs) (laughs) and then and then he let him go with uh like i don't know if he gave i can't remember if he gave him a citation or i think he I think he, I don't, but you let him go. Right. No, straight to jail. Um, yeah. every, I think everybody that listens to the show knows, knows I'm not super pro police, but uh, if there's a time I endorse police brutality, excessive use of force, it's something like that. Case in point. It's something like that. And uh, yeah, at the very least, that guy needs to spend the night in jail. I spent the night in jail for way, way, way less, <laughs> way less. <laughs> so yeah, I um, yeah, I, I made the I made the captain call me, and I hate pedophile behavior in a man. Won't tolerate. I uh, yeah, or a woman. Yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah, I, I that cannot be tolerated. I got that. Th- those. I, that, I have no tolerance for that. There's few things that I really draw a hard line over, and that's one of them. That like no, mm-hmm. like I, I, my my deal, like the whole libertarian deal, is like if you are an, a consenting adult and you are not harming somebody, you're not you're not infringing on their property rights. I don't have to like it, but I don't really care. It doesn't affect right. me. It doesn't affect others. You're not hurting anybody and you're not stealing their shit. And you're a consenting adult. But all those criteria you're met, fucking do your thing. You know? And then once that, that criteria is not met, then we'll, we'll have a conversation. Yeah, there, there's a conversation to be had. But until then, like, I don't fucking care. But then that the kids are off limits. Like the kids are off limits on all of that shit. Like if it that, comes to the, shit like that, just build a gallows and wait for the sun. Do it like mm-hmm. we used to do it. And yeah, I guarantee that guy that's sitting there in the crowd and he sits there and watch everybody eating popcorn and watch that guy get hung. 
he's gonna sit there and yeah. think twice about doing a little kid. Yeah, I um, yeah, I, like I think we should just do reenactment of old uh, Clayton, New Mexico, and and Blackjack catch him. Just you pop their head, you know, a couple <laughs> cement bags tied to their feet, and drop them on down. Make sure we got them good, you know. It's uh, it's it's humane. It's not it's not pretty, but it's humane. The it's an instantaneous death. A little bit more well, cleanup, but hey, what are you gonna do? <laughs> I grew up in the old Tom Horn country, and the only reason he was ever caught is because he was set up. But yeah, yeah, we can we can handle this. <laughs> yeah, I uh, there there's there's a few things that uh that require just uh severe swift harsh punishment but that's one of them that's one of them like yeah absolutely yeah um what were we, what were we going to talk about before uh like we we were waiting on uh oh uh tyler and we we probably should have been recording because i think we feel like we lost a lot of stuff in in the in the, <laughs> in the ether that, that never got recorded but uh i will find something i'm sure but uh uh, there was there was something. The, uh, was it on the Mormon country? The I think Mormon it was. country and the brandings and everything. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, and then Mormon girls, because uh, you know that's that's part <laughs> of the reason uh, that uh, the South Park guys are so funny. Like uh, I think it's Trey Parker said, uh, like he, he's he makes fun of the Mormons so much, but he he but it's secretly because he loves them because the first girl that he ever fucked was a Mormon girl, and. Um, yeah, they well, are. So uh... Matt Parker and Trey Stone, it, and this could be wrong, but as far as I know, both of them grew up in the Mormon religion. Mm, I don't think, I don't think that's the case. I think. Uh, uh, okay. I I don't. That might be. That might be true. I don't know for sure. I'm uh, I'm kind of a fanboy, but I'm not that much of a fanboy. I, but I do remember hearing him say that the first. Uh, I think it was Trey Parker said the first first girl he ever fucked was a mormon and that was kind of his uh you know that 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 was why he he makes fun of them because the religion is well like i find it to be kind of ridiculous that's that's my nothing nothing against anybody that's i find most religions kind of ridiculous but if they work for you they work for you and um but yeah he he found them kind of funny and he made and those two are are some of the funniest people to ever ever lived holy <laughs> shit they're funny i i uh it's like 25 years that south park's been going on fucking wild well those old jack mormon girls those are some of the funnest girls if you're going out on the night go do a little honky talking want to go dancing meet some gals them old jack mormon gals oh that's all you need that's, right there well that's they're they're pretty much the same thing as uh as like uh catholic school girls i mean essentially the same same amount of like pent-up sexual frustration pretty much and i tell you what 99 percent of the ones i met they're all blonde hair blue eyed just good looking women and who you want to have a little fun <laughs> how how come hitler never tried to cozy up to the mormons because uh, there are a lot of blonde hair, blue eyed, and there was a there's a lot of Germans too. You know, as terrible as Hitler was, he probably could have got that thing going if he would have got Brigham Young on board. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> he just missed the right the group. 
Yeah, which Brigham though? Because I think it's the. Well, there's it, been a couple Brighams, and then it was what Joseph Young. Um, I, yeah. I don't know the whole thing behind it, but yeah, if he would have got the, whoever Juan was in charge at that time, if he would have no. got them on board, oh, it could have been an entirely different war. <laughs> well, well, the reason I ask that is because every every family that can trace their lineage directly back to Brigham Young, the firstborn son is always named Brigham. Well, you know what they say about Mormons, right? Uh, which one? They don't have a family tree. They have a family stick. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. So, so my wife's uh, ancestors, like her, however many great back uh, grandfathers was like the second, I think the second mayor of uh, Provo. Um, so, you know, like right there in the heart of Mormondom, like uh, Salt Lake City is kind of the, you know, it's the capital and whatnot. It was the founding. But like now all the, like the, the real true blue, like Mormon elders all live in like Provo, Heber City up in, in that area. And because uh, that isn't because um, Brigham Young or BYU is up in the, uh, in Provo, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, because uh, U uh, University of Utah is in in Salt Lake. Yeah, um, but yeah, they're. Uh, I'm not sure where I was going with that, but yeah, it's uh, those Mormons. They're a funny bunch. I uh, I harp on them a lot, but I I truly find them interesting. I I like all the religion stuff aside. Like I just as a as a community, they're they're very very clickish, but man, they take care of their own and they make a shitload of money. Well, and that whole Deseret Ranch and feedlot and all the way mm -hmm. down to Citrus Groves, like that's insane. Yeah, yeah I uh, place, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That uh, oh Brigham Young doesn't get enough credit for being uh, um, you know, like he he gets vilified quite a bit because that the u.s government came after the mormons pretty hard but he uh, he left you know when they left um <coughs> illinois they they were headed to utah because it wasn't in the united states anymore they were they, they were ahead because they they were leaving the u.s and then mexican war happened and uh <laughs> utah became the u.s again so he's like fuck <laughs> and then so so it was like try to keep him out and then he realized that wasn't going to happen so then he was like well let's make a deal and he uh like his his uh his mormons um met up with the 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 chinese building the the central pacific and uh yeah and then anybody that came through through utah there was a tax and it all went to the it all went to big daddy brigham so I tell you what, the only thing that I've ever seen touch on that, um, what was the show? Hell on Wheels. Hell on Wheels is an excellent show. Excellent show. And yeah, that touches on it the way that the Mormons mm -hmm. sided with the Central Pacific and bringing that over and set aside yep. with UP. Yep. Yeah. And uh, so that was what, like, because I was like, huh, I'd never heard that before. Like, I'd, I'd heard a little bit about the, the Mormon War or, you know, the Utah War, but um we didn't learn too much yeah, me and my wife watched that show i mean that that was back when we still had you know direct tv or i think it was direct tv but like you know you watched it every week and i was like we're like this this fucking good show 
And uh, and so I, I got to doing a little bit of reading on that. I was like, huh, this Mormon story is pretty interesting. And then uh, <laughs> then when I started started the podcast, I was like, I was always a bit. I'm still a huge fan of Dan Carlin. And uh, then I, I gained a, a lot more appreciation for for how hard it is to put those things together like and and how well done it is like son of a bitch man i'm not even close to being ready to put out uh you know something like that like i whoo it's gonna take a while but one of these days i'm gonna i'm gonna do like a full full like multi-part series on on the you know the story of the mormons dan carlin style it's gonna it's gonna be cool but it's it's a long ways off there's well, a that's lot to read. one of your history ones that you do, uh, and I didn't know about them until I moved out here to Utah. But uh, Orrin Rockwell, yeah, it's, yeah, I tell yeah. you what, that'd be a cool guy to do a series about. I didn't know, I, like I said, I didn't know about him until I moved out here, and so I started reading up on him. Holy yeah. cow! Uh, hold on, just a second. Keep that. Keep that thought going. I'll be right back. <laughs> He's hunting for now, reading yeah, material. See, now we're bringing a book out. Yeah. <laughs> now he has yeah. to teach us important things. Yeah, Orrin Porter Rockwell. Yeah, right <laughs> there. A, yeah. All right. It's a yeah. it's a really good read too. Like it's uh, over here. Like I'm in Texas and they're weird and we leave them alone up there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they they made they made their forays into Texas daily. So I, the more I can know about them, the better. <laughs> <laughs> you know that. The Mormons are everywhere. They're they're the world's fastest growing religion. So, I think they they may not be in your community yet, but they're coming. They, well, they're all over. So, with that yeah. Deseret thing, they have the spade now, mm. and they own a place down in Waco again, and <laughs> uh, kind of a different deal. But I tell you what, what blew my mind. So, look, the day near a year ago, last November, I was down in Fort Worth for the National Angus Convention. Mm-hmm. Jump in this taxi. They're picking us up from the airport, head to the hotel. Dude, I mean, could own a 7 Eleven, just straight. Uh, what was the old boy's name from The Simpsons? Oh, Apu. Uh, Apu. Apu. Thank you. Come again. It sounded exactly <laughs> like him. So he's sitting there, and we're trying to have conversations as much as we can, minus language barriers. Yeah, because where are you from? And I said, "Well, I'm living in Utah now." And he goes, "Oh, are you a Mormon?" I said, "No." And he goes, "Oh, well, I am." <laughs> well, goddamn! <laughs> How far funny. does this shit go? I thought I was coming well, down to Texas, get away from this for a week. <laughs> yeah, that, nope. Well, I mean, they all all the all the good Mormons. I mean, that's a two year mission that, that every one of them takes, and. I tell you what, and, what they do—that's some straight dedication. Hmm. Yeah, and it it works because there's a fucking lot of them. I mean, there's a lot of them. Um. Yeah, I I don't know, but I after after, you know the, on that Easter Day deal up in, in Washington, I, and I I know I've been harping on it, but it's fresh in my mind because it was a it was an interesting thing, and uh. I was almost kind of halfway rooting for the fella because, you know, fuck Tyson. And, uh, <laughs> and you know, I'm sure he screwed a bunch of other people out of some money, but like, man, if he could have kept it going and, and Tyson just kept losing money, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not all that opposed to it. Um, we all feel better about that. <laughs> yeah. But I, I just found it just incredibly 
telling how just corrupt everything is. Uh, like the judge would not let them parcel it down, which they would have made way more money. And he was um, he was fined two hundred and sixty five million dollars. And they made him sell the thing all in one foul swoop. And the, there was only two bidders and it was Bill Gates and the Mormon church were the only people that could afford. And it sold for 209 million. And if they would have allowed them to parcel it down, it would have taken longer, obviously, but he probably could have got, you know, upwards of 300 million just by, just by doing that. And, and then all he would have had to do is just go serve his time. Um, but yeah, so it's all corrupt and, yeah, they so they made it so the on, only the big boys could could uh, could bid on that shit. And if uh, when it comes down to Bill Gates and the Mormon Church, not a huge fan of either one, but I'll take my I'll roll my dice with the Mormons ten out of ten times. I I, I kind of know where their where they uh, <laughs> their morals uh, stand, <laughs> and I have no clue what Bill Gates is. So yeah, I'll take my chances with the Mormons. I, I think we all know where his are, and it's not good. <laughs> Right. Good. Yeah. Yeah. One so. of the biggest things that I heard, again, this is all just kind of word to mouth, is just what I've heard from people that have been in the church and are now ex, I believe they call it excommunicated. Yeah. I'm not sure how that all works. But so, uh, Kennecott Copper Mine. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> out here in Utah. It's one of the few things that you can see from space. So it's a big copper, gold. They pull everything out of there. Yeah. So apparently it was a guy that was in the church that was ranching out there and discovered all the minerals. From what I've heard from quite a few people since I've been out here in Utah was the church basically poisoned him to the point that they're like, yeah, you're dying. You need to sell this back to the church. Huh? And so he was like, yeah, well, I'm going to die. I want to leave everything I have to the church left it to the church and then they opened up that mine. Uh, and that's a, that's some Monsanto shit, except using religion. The few <laughs> things that like I kind of had for proof of that after I've been told this multiple times is you, you look and there's still mountains around there that are named after that guy's family. Hmm. And so you're like, well, yeah, if he was the original ranch owner back in, when I don't even know when the Mormons first came out here, but early 1800s and yeah. you go and settle a ranch, you're probably going to name some, a mountain after you and a mountain after your kids and things like that. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. There's, um, yeah, like it, the, the, the worst part about this, uh, trying to do this series is it is like part of the Mormon, doctrine that to keep good records it's literally one of uh joseph smith's revelations is to keep good records so there is so much shit to comb through and some of it's just mundane just uh, you know nothing there but there's so much interesting shit like um you know they they it's always like the polygamy that, that everybody focuses on and well, for, for good reason, <laughs> but, but it wasn't just like, uh, you know, particularly like these, these modern day, like the fundamentalist types that are have essentially turned into a cult. 
it wasn't quite like that. I mean, there there was a lot of just like, uh, we're going to keep these pretty young girls for the elders. There was a lot of that. But also it was like some, some old boy would die and his his widow would need to be taken care of. So some other, you know, they'd, they would marry them in spirit or whatever. And like, there was there was no like, like they weren't fucking. It was just like, all right, she's, I'm taking care of her and her clan now. and uh, Take care of you <laughs> and the kids and yeah. Yeah. And also, like they they had to they had to build up the population because there was a lot of work to do. So, it's what better way to attract more uh, more converts to the religion is, uh, and especially the young strapping lads as well. You can get a whole bunch of wives. <laughs> and in fact, God thinks it's a good thing that you have all the wives. Well, yeah, you can probably breed them faster than you can convert them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I think so, and um. Yeah, and let's face it, the ladies are kind of dumb, so they were easy to trick. And uh, you know, you just had to. You had to. After that, it was. I mean, wasn't hard to to convince the the guys. You know, like, all right, you can't have coffee or whiskey or tobacco. But you can have seven pussies. No, I tell I'm you, not. my my <laughs> biggest problem about being out here now. So. They, they kind of went through, I don't even know how long ago it was. So now they can have caffeine. They can drink all the soda they want to. But they still can't have coffee or iced tea. So to try really? and go somewhere out here and get just a good glass of iced tea, I got to go to McDonald's <laughs> if I want iced tea. <laughs> Hell, most restaurants out here won't will not sell tea. They um, sell every kind of soda you want, and they'll put extra sugar in it for you. Do everything, but you cannot well, get a glass of ice. Tea. They they make money off that sugar, though. Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently the original thing was was hot drinks, and so that's why that soda became such a thing. Because they're like, all right, well, if we're drinking pop, that's not a hot drink, so we can have yeah. the caffeine and the sugar and all mm-hmm. that. Well, okay, well. You can do that, but you still can't have hot drinks, coffee, well, what? tea. And so then they came out and said, well, iced tea is the same as hot tea. Well, what is that deal? That's... Huh. So, so like, what about the canned coffee? Like, uh, is that? <laughs> it, so it depends on where you go. So this is like the first place in my life that if you walk into a gas station, they don't have one of those fresh brewed iced tea machines sitting there. Mm-hmm. they'll have hot coffee machines because they know they're going to sell that and make money, but they will not do the iced tea because they know it's a temptation. <laughs> and it, it's well, awkward it, out here, man. It's in Nevada, awkward. you can walk into a convenience store and you've got all the temptations right there. <laughs> <laughs> Every one of them. <laughs> you can, you can walk out uh, with uh you know, two hundred dollars in in uh, slot winnings and uh, a handle of uh, of whatever whiskey you want and a thirty pack of uh, of Coors Light, and this is all at the convenience store at <laughs> say six o'clock in the morning, ten o'clock in the morning. Doesn't matter what time. Nobody is even going to look at you any different. <laughs> well, and I'm used to Wyoming where if you're at the bar and you say, yeah, give me one for the porch, they pour it in a plastic cup and say, all right, have a good night. Yeah, I'm, first time yeah, I moved here, out here, 
Yeah, that year that year's like go ahead, go ahead. So I finally got moved into the house and everything. It took me two, three days to get everything packed in, unpacked, you know, kind of got moved into the house. It was the weekend. By golly, all right. We're gonna go out. Got moved in by myself. I moved out here for a gal. She's no longer in the equation, of course. Mormon <laughs> gal. All right. Gonna go have me a steak, some drinks. So I go out that night, order me a big old ribeye, get a Coors Light. Said, yeah. She goes, what else can I get you? And I said, yeah, bring me a double of scotch. She goes, I can't do that. I said, well, what do you mean? She goes, well, you already have a beer, so I can't bring you hard alcohol. I said, so no hard alcohol. She goes, well, I can bring you some, but it has to be a one-ounce shot. She goes, you can't do a double. Where did I fucking move to again? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I I think if you would have done a scotch and water and then ordered another shot of scotch, I think they can allow that. And then they also say, would you like me to pour it in there for you? And uh, and you'd be like, "Why? Yes, I would." <laughs> so now that I've gotten used to this, everybody that same deal. You just order what you want, and then get a shot on the side. But they will not pour it in there for you because that's against the state laws. Oh, okay. So, as soon so that as they walk away, must have then you just pour it back in there. They must have started clamping down on that because uh, one one of my college buddies uh, went went to Salt Lake on a business trip and. And we were, it was one of the, uh, it's been several years back, but it was, it was, you know, post-college and we we're like, it was all of us old, old college fucks meeting up for, for brunch because we're, we're sassy bitches like that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> speaking of sassy bitches, have you seen Herschel Walker's son? I am guess I'm out on that one. Um, I'll, on that one as well. I'll, I'll pull him up uh, for later, but, um. Yeah, he so we were we were at brunch and he was bitching about he's like my my plane was delayed for like four hours and he's like I could I could catch a cab and go back into Salt Lake, but what the fuck is there to do in Salt Lake for <laughs> for two hours? <laughs> so he's like so I went to the bar and yeah, you know, same thing, ordered and some guy's like, Hey, it's Mormon country. You gotta you gotta order your drink, order an extra shot of whatever is in your drink. <laughs> And then he said they came out and they're like, oh, or I guess the the waiter, uh, the bartender explained that to him. And he's like, he's like, well, you can't just bring a double. And he said, no, by state law. And I apparently they must check up on that shit real, real carefully because they're oh, yeah. apparently serious about it. And then it, and then the waiter was like, all right, well, here's your other shot. Would you like me to pour it into that drink for you? And he's like, what the fuck? Yeah, is what yeah. I ordered the first time. Yeah, and and he's like, I know, and the you know, bartender's like, I know, fuck me, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's fucking so, weird. Where I'm at, we'd have what I consider one of the cooler bar- bars around here, like just kind of a good little honky tonk. You go in, it's big old wood slab bar with all the old brands on there from all the old ranches. Yeah, it should be a cool old bar. In order to get a shot, every bottle has their own little neck on them, and they got to put them in this little machine, and they it reads it out, and that gets straight sits straight to the state for their liquor commission. No shit. shit. And so, if they pour more shots than what that bottle is supposed to have, 
the liquor commission gets an alert for it. Oh, see, and this is why there's a separation of church and state. All right. (laughs) 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 This is why there's a separation of church and state. And, uh, if if anybody thinks that like it's a good thing for like the the hardcore evangelical Christians to be, you know, like pushing their their stuff onto uh, politics, just remember it was the hardcore evangelical Christians that brought us the temperance movement and that yeah. Well, so like just keep that well, in the back you know of your where mind. I live, and so yeah, you can't buy beer at the grocery store in this town. However, there are three convenience stores that you can buy beer at and one liquor store now because, thank God, it's not a dry county anymore. And which are you in Stratford? Yeah. Yeah. And, but like uh, over in Hartley, that's that's completely dry, right? Um, It's weird now. Like you can if you have a club membership, you can get in and buy. So. Oh, so Kansas used to be like that, too. Um, where it was a Apparently, dry county, it used to be that way here. Private clubs, yeah. And so which you'd like people's houses that are bars around here, which is weird. Apparently, you just show up oh, to somebody's house and they're like, they know that that house always has. Fucking alcohol. God bless Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma, uh, see, Apparently, Oklahoma does the same thing too. It's just that that place is called that town's bar. See, and I yeah. guess. I was lucky from when I moved out here they had changed it because normally in order to go to a bar, you had to have a membership there. And that was the only way you could go to that bar was mm-hmm. if you had a membership. Yeah. That's not the kind of place I want to be. Well, Kansas was like that for a while, uh, particularly Southwest Kansas, but like the temperance movement also came out of Kansas too. So it was like, I think the, the whole state was dry for quite a while, even after prohibition maybe, but then, and then it became just like a, a, a county by county deal. And, um, yeah, when I, when I moved there, so <clears throat> like, uh, over in, uh, in Moscow, Kansas, there's, um, antlers, antlers bar. They, they served, uh, they served mountain oysters <clears throat> and, um, and it it's you know it's the only bar there in town. It's it's a pretty cool little bar, and they yeah and they tell you like, hey you got to buy a membership here and uh, it's you know it's however many I think it was like seventy five no it was it was it was ten bucks a year for membership, and then the next time you came in they gave you ten ten dollars off your your food, and so it was like yeah it was. But you, they had to have your your name and your phone number and your address down for their records because it was a dry county. Well, and that's going back to the whole Mormon thing. Wasn't the whole Navu Legion? Wasn't that kind of big down there in Kansas? Because mm, I, I know, know some... Missouri was a very big hot spot for it. Um, I don't think it was so much in Kansas. Um. Because uh, that the well the Nauvoo Legion that was in Illinois, but they're they're when they originally settled in Missouri, that was over in it was Jackson County, I think. So I think that's over by like Independence. Um, okay. So it wasn't it wasn't quite that. Um, I there's there's some Mormons in in Kansas for sure, but I don't I don't think there's a a ton of them. You know, like. 
like no, yeah, nothing Mennonite like country. Yeah, a lot of Mennonites in in Kansas. Oh, okay. um, big well, German I'll be honest, population. You get that far east for me, my geography goes out the window. So, <laughs> uh, I I'm I'm the same way with I, like I live right next to California, but I still don't know the geography, <laughs> and and I want to go. I want to go see all of California because it's fucking beautiful, but like, I mean, they that they've just ruined. Uh, like, it's it just like, man, uh, like just having a pistol in your in your glove box could could get you a felony over there, and you're just like, fuck, man, I. There's a lot of stuff I want to see over there, but I don't want to see it that bad, you know. <clears throat> I don't want to have to deal with that in order to see it, right? And uh, yeah, and you know, I think we're we're at like five five oh seven. I think is what unleaded was here, um, and they're so they're probably over seven in, in California or, or pushing seven. So here in heart. Utah the other day for unleaded, it hit eight fifteen. No shit for unleaded eight fifteen. What's diesel run? Because diesel's a little bit cheaper through there, isn't We're it? We're still about like five fifty. Yeah, but we huh. got down to back in the fours again. But good old Uncle Joe, he just keeps releasing all that strategic reserve. So you know, yeah, yeah, because we don't we don't need that reserve for what it's meant for. Let's just release it so that way we can gain a couple extra points in the polls before November. <laughs> Right, and uh, they 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 tried to ask. Uh, well, it not tried. They asked Saudi Arabia to delay shutting down production till after the election, and Saudi Arabia is like, "Fuck you." <laughs> uh, That's, you know, I, uh, I hate the I need, Saudis. I need to send you a meme. <laughs> I you know, I like, hate the Saudis, but I got to respect a gangster move, and that was a fucking gangster move. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, I've well, got. What I've got. This me off is we could have so much oil production right here. That oh, it, it, I know. We it. could blow every one of those countries out of the water, and just won't not do it. I know it's it. Yeah, we've shot ourselves in the foot so fucking hard on this, and that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all the way yep. around. But I, I I've got a. Uh, I've got a uh, Herschel Walker's son. Uh, I've got his Instagram pulled up, and uh, it's it's interesting. He's a. Uh, let me let me find the. Oh, here we go. This is get you like the full effect of uh, of Christian Walker's his name. Uh, oh, there's, uh, I thought there was a video. Hold on. Hold on. I know there was a video somewhere and, uh, it's, uh, it's a doozy. He's American free speech radicalist. He's got a podcast and, uh, his daddy was, uh, a star at the university of Georgia and, um, running for Senate. Where the there there was one um the best thing we could do for this country is get well, into social media. I don't think you can 
<laughs> I I agree and disagree all at the same time. Fair enough. Uh, that wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Um, anyway, he is like pretty obviously flamboyantly gay. And uh, <laughs> Get out of me right now. It's the end of you and me. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> And his dad is running the, as like this uh, hardcore conservative, <laughs> like Bible thumping Christian. <laughs> and uh, yeah, his son is queer as a three dollar bill, and uh, <laughs> apparently not real, real honest with himself. <laughs> there, there, there was one video where he was, uh, he was. Uh, like ragging on the on Pride Month and um in possibly the gayest way possible. I mean like <laughs> I mean he was just like hello <laughs> uh, damn it like I can't, I can't so in other words like South Park video. over the maybe top. it's on his Twitter. I'll 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 keep Oh yeah, like Mr. Slay. I consider myself blessed with never, (laughs) ever, ever been on Twitter, and I don't ever want to be on there. (laughs) Yeah, Twitter's like for really people. Uh, Twitter's a fun place. Twitter is uh, it's fun, but it's uh, yeah, it's toxic at the same time. There's a there's a lot of angry people on Twitter. But it makes for some good. Did Elon ever decide to buy it or quit it completely? Or apparently he quit out. Last I heard, he quit out. Well, he quit out, but then they sued him, and he he went to trial, and he then he went ahead and uh, agreed to buy it, and I think it I think it went through. Um, I'm hoping it does because. I, I like Twitter. I like how it's set up. I think it's the best way. Like they have the best way to just share stuff. Like the retweet is is awesome. And you just all you do is hit retweet and. Just, but it's all like I don't know. Just it, I don't I don't know. It doesn't matter what platform anymore. Like if you if you're too far outside of the acceptable opinion, they just don't show. They they don't have to kick you off either. They just like don't show your shit. Well, and I remember ha- sitting there have, trying to run MySpace. Now we got Bookface. Left Bookface, yeah. got Instagram, because I was like, all right, well, now I don't have to see a story about how your cat died. I can just look at a picture about how your cat died. And now Instagram is <laughs> yeah. worth Bookface. Yeah, well, then, yeah, then you got TikTok, and that's just, like, China trying to... uh sell you more shit or uh indoctrinate your kids so eventually 200 years from now we'll be weak enough to where they can invade us and and maybe actually 
have a chance. Well, um, I tell you what, one of the other podcasts I listened to, they were just talking about that the other day. And apparently TikTok in China, all it shows is like scientists and like teachers and things mm-hmm. like that. And that's what they show to everybody over here in the U.S. All yeah, they show is so, people it, being stupid or boobs. Yeah. Which don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm good on the boobs. They keep that shit right up. <laughs> yeah. Um, they know what appeals to us. Like, uh, people being stupid, yeah. boobs, they're happy. Yeah. <laughs> they silly yeah. Americans. I, uh, <laughs> and I, I swear to God on, on Instagram's worst. Like if you go to just, if you go to search and you know, it just has like suggested for you and it's just nothing but big booty, like fitness Instagram chicks. And I don't search for that. Like I, like that's what that's what Twitter's for. You know, like because because Twitter you'll actually see tips. <laughs> like, for. Yeah, but uh, like it, it, but it just like it's in there in your that's uh, like automatically just like built into your algorithm because you're you're a straight man from this age, and so they're just like, I bet you want to see some Instagram whores, and you're like, well. By God, if you ain't right, Instagram. <laughs> By God, if you ain't right. <laughs> but uh, hats on backwards. But then, but like, God damn, would you look at those tits? <laughs> <laughs> but then I'll, I'll, I want to go show my wife something that I, I found interesting or funny, and then I'll have to go search it, and then it's just nothing. So I had to just like, I had to make a conscious effort to search for only like cowboy stuff or comedy jokes, and or like you know, stand up comics or something. So that when I go to the search page, it's not just butts, which was, I don't get me wrong. I was never anti-butt, but also I got, I got some really, really um, like uh, menacing glances from my wife. So I had to change it. It's definitely awkward. You're like, no, this is not what I was, I was going to show you something cool. I was in the pool. Yeah. Little notification pops up and yeah, so and so followed you. All right, so I click on there. I'm scrolling through. Man, if you rub two pennies together, they couldn't have been shinier than this old gal. Oh, everything you want. (laughs) So I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll probably get a follower back. About halfway down, she has this picture, hat on backwards. Nope, nope, you lost me. If you you wouldn't (laughs) have fucked up that wad key detail. I would have done it. Yeah, but then you would have—if you would have clicked follow, she would have sent you a DM. Uh, oh, I'm sure. If I could have like been on make some family. money on yeah. the side, and <laughs> it was either OnlyFans or she was going to sell you crypto, or or uh, foreign kidding. exchange. She was te- gonna she was gonna teach you how to use the foreign exchange market to make money. You know. Well, the, I tell uh, you what, the, that uh, whole Bitcoin thing still blows my mind. The last one I'm gonna take advice from is some good looking girl on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> I I was I, I'm gonna I've take had advice this conversation on from you guys long before I take advice from that girl. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, and especially if she's not offering crypto as a payment on her OnlyFans, then like you know it ain't real. Right. Like if she if she's offering payment in Bitcoin on the OnlyFans, like that's how you know she's a true believer. <laughs> then I'll listen to her. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I've thought about that Bitcoin thing long and hard, and I like the idea behind it. Like, I, I get how like it 
you know, because you can't inflate the currency because once once it hits a certain, they you mine a certain amount of Bitcoin, that's that's it. Like the the way it, however they set it up, like it it stops at that. So you cannot you cannot inflate it, and it's all it's all secure. It's all like verified on the blockchain, which I don't exactly get. I kind of understand, and so I understand like being being a secure means of you know transferring whatever you know trade but i don't get what gives it any value like <laughs> that seems like a neat feature but that should be like added value where is the like the real value because it it's not even anonymity because it uh, it's all traceable so like like you can't you can't truly be anonymous on there see and that's where i'm uh at. they i guess like i'm an old gold can't standard type of guy truly take it so from you but have value oh matt froze yep don't worry we're gonna but get yeah no i am I'm with you like gold standard or previous to that, where I hand you the hammer that you want for the tomahawk that I want. Right. It just like you can, there's a tangible actual, you can touch that. That's <laughs> like those uh, NFTs. How the fuck that is, is that the worth money? Dumbest thing ever. I'll just yeah. screenshot it. And now I own your $100,000 NFT. Thanks. Exactly. Okay. So, <laughs> I, this thing does not actually exist besides on the computer. How is that worth money? How is Bitcoin worth money? They mine them on computers. Where's the backup to this? How is that a thing that this is now worth money? The, the only way it's worth money is if you get it and trade it off really fast. I don't know. And I'm just I'm just an old cowboy, so that's I, way above my pay grade. I, Oh, he's kind of coming back. He tried. He tried really hard. Matt, come back to us. Did the Helen Keller this for a This shit will go off the rails, Matt, if you don't let us like <laughs> keep us going. Oh, if you just let me weird. talk? Oh, that's going to get bad. <laughs> You're going to be canceled if you just let me talk. Elon was like, nope, y'all have gone too far. We're taking yeah. him out. <laughs> you just talked about me buying Twitter. You're done. <laughs> Because his good old Starlink doesn't work like our, you know, real our real Wi-Fi. <laughs> well, that's because he's on Starlink, so he's just now hearing about when we talked about electric vehicles. So <laughs> <laughs> took him a minute to catch up. <laughs> exactly. But we dog Tesla. We talked about him buying Twitter. He's like, no, we all are over with. And that's I had a lady in the bar the other night. She was telling me every farmer they're going to be running electric tractors. No. No. The farmers I know, they're in the field 12, 14, 16 hours a day when it comes those big times of year, you know, plant and harvesting. Yeah. If you have a tractor that can run for two hours, then you got to go plug it in for six hours. It's not going to work. That's not the tractor those guys are really going to have. The rest of this world's going to go hungry. Like, right now they're bringing trailer we were doing silage and they're bringing trailers full of diesel to a tractor 
fill him up, go to the next tractor, hop, 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 and then they never yep. even slow down. Well, and I tell you what, one of the funniest things to me, the uh, companies that they have, like they'll go get, buy an F-250 and they pull around a big old diesel generator on a trailer and all they do is they just drive around, they charge up all those electric cars that ran out of battery on the side of the road. <laughs> you have to admit that would be the greatest job ever. Just sit on your phone, <laughs> build whatever you want to build, you know, like little small projects. Man, oh, I, hours while you have to charge this for, If you had a little side gig going and that was what you did, by all means. But it, to me, it just makes me laugh them. that like, how are you guys thinking this is better? They weren't thinking. That's really the honest and truthful. <laughs> well, and especially growing up in Wyoming, I mean, we're coal country. That honest yeah. to goodness is coal country. I grew up around coal-fired electric plants. You may see a little steam coming out of the smokestacks on a cold day. All right. Have you ever seen a lithium mine? They're Make a terrible. coal mine look like a park. <laughs> And I wish Matt was on here to hear this right now, but I think it's a total conspiracy theory because so BNSFF, the railroad company, yep. is owned by Warren Buffett. Yep. And if you look at like my part of the Texas, like literally all they do is haul coal trains heading south to the coal plants. And I think he's just doing it and waiting to inflate the product and he's going to make a shit pile of money and everybody's going to be like, oh, wait, electric cars weren't that great. And we're like, no, we had a power wheels when we were five. We figured out electric <laughs> right. cars were really bad. We've all ran those double A's in every Christmas toy we got every year. <laughs> <laughs> we all know. Yep. Uh, that's as bad as it is. Coal and oil, coal and oil run this world, and it ain't going to change. Yeah, not for a long, long time until something gets a lot better. Well, and I'm a firm believer there's no such thing as vegan. Because if you look at the byproducts that come off of a cow, I guarantee every person uses a minimum of at least five byproducts off of a cow every single day. Whether they realize it or not. Right. Yeah. And it's just, there's no such thing as vegan. Exactly. Unless you I mean, were going to walk everywhere you go and eat nothing but plants, there's no such thing as vegan. Well, and like, you live in They're going to kill the I cow anyways. You. you might as well eat her because they're delicious. <laughs> We've exactly. devoted our entire lives to making that cow delicious. It's like, right now I've worked already over, I'm probably close to 50 hours this week and I've only worked four days. Um, yeah, I was going to say, what is it, Thursday? Yeah, I'm at yeah. least 50, yeah. <laughs> And, like, that's my entire life. That's my whole goal. And, like, I'm going to do it. And you might as well enjoy it because you can make your life a lot easier. Well, and that's, like, the whole antibiotic-free deal. That blows my mind. All right, so you're going to eat a sick animal? And make him suffer in the meantime? Like, give him some meds and let him be happy. Anybody that knows anything is like, all right, if I'm going to inject him with this, I cannot do it within 30 days of slaughter or, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's, but in the meantime, yeah, all right, that animal is sick as shit. So either I can sit here and let him be sick, or I can give him this little drug, doctor him right up, he'll be right back on his feet, and there we go. And I'll, you know, wait a little bit longer on him. 
I'm back, fellas. There he survived. Is. I'm back. I'm back. What a mess. We went through a range of topics when, like, when you were gone. Antibiotic oh, free. Yeah. And, oh, you know, I'll never, lithium I'll never, mines versus coal mines. Oh. Damn it. I'll, I'll never hear it either because I never listened back to them. So, damn it. <laughs> so, I was telling my conspiracy theory. So, BNSF mm. is owned by Warren Buffett, right? Yeah. Burlington, oh, really? Northern Santa Fe. Yeah. Yep. And it rolls right through Stratford every day, right? Mm-hmm. Coming from Trinidad, headed south. Yep. And what are those trains loaded with? I don't know. That coal. good black like, rock that burns forever. Just uh-huh. loaded with coal. And I think they're just promoting electric cars to let everybody get on that train for a minute. And then they're going to let everybody get caught over there, see how bad it sucks. And then be like, oh, well, all of your other stuff is over here with coal now. So sucks to be you. But, you know, yeah. all the electric plants are run off of coal anyway. So well, yeah, a ship pile of money off of it. <clears throat> you know what? Nolan, what really blew my mind when you were telling me that. So the other day we had a down power line called the power company came out and sitting there BSing with the guy. Turns out that power company is also owned by Warren Buffett. And so we got to talking. Well, apparently there's this big lake in California that had been a lake for years and years and years and years. Warren Buffett bought the lake, dammed it off, rerouted the water, let the lake dry out. Because apparently there's a giant lithium deposit underneath that lake. Yeah, oh. I, I not not surprised by that at all. Um, yeah, well, imagine that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know what's really funny is um, Nancy Pelosi and Dan Crenshaw do better on the stock market than even Warren Buffett. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> okay, so Dan I got to ask. Whose boobs would you rather see? Nancy Pelosi's or AOC's? AOC's hands down. Yeah, hands hand down. Hand those, hand those, are, those are some top-notch titties. Nancy's, you know... I just... All the memes it, you shared about Nancy's, I I, I was... Well, I, I knew Nolan where he was going to go, but I was kind of <laughs> on the gate with you. Oh, no, no. I, I'm just giving respect where it's due. Those are some cannons now. Uh, and, like, 50 years ago... Shit, yeah, that then then that's a that's a real conversation that do you want to have like AOC <laughs> yeah, versus yeah, Nancy yeah. fifty years ago? Well, fifty years from go, Nancy would have been like swimming around her daddy's balls or AOC. Sorry, yeah, well, I'm I'm no today's Nancy versus fifty years or today's AOC versus fifty years ago Nancy. That's that would have been yeah. That's almost a coin flip, you know. Um yeah, I, I would I would uh, be down on both of those. Uh, I'd still like to see what old Nance is packing, just just for curiosity's sake. Because, and 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 honestly, out of respect, she's the speaker of the house. Those are some fucking yeah. warlocks there. I I want to see the the warlocks behind the speaker of the house. You know, I mean, <clears throat> just for curiosity's sake, to say that I have as as a red blooded American. You know, I thought I was an alcoholic until I watched her give a speech. Mm-hmm. Hell, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> I thought you were gonna talk shit on me, and I was like, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute! I've only been like, drunk on—I've only been drunk on all of my podcasts." 
Not all of them. No, you watch That's... her give a speech. Shit, her eyes are sitting there doing the googlies and oh man, she can't figure out how to work her dentures and oh, oh it it's got so bad. I've been for drunk, the... but I don't know if I've ever been that drunk. It's been it's got so bad for the Democrats that they're sending Bernie out on the reunion tour to to try to gin up <laughs> support because he's the only Democrat that anybody kind of halfway likes. Like even the people that don't like him still are like. I don't mind Bernie. He's a crazy asshole. But yeah, I mean, like, it's hard to hard to not like the guy. You know, he just like he's such just like a grumpy old man. You're just like, ah, I don't know. I, I, and at least I mean, he he's a hypocrite, just like all of them. But for the most part, I don't think he's bullshitting you. Like, <clears throat> I, I think he's wrong on a lot of shit. But I think he actually I actually he was at least honest about being wrong. Right. And he, he believes about being dumb. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, the neat thing is he's not completely dumb because he's really good at diagnosing the problem and I like the actual source of the problem. It's just his solutions are fucking retarded. <laughs> like just Yeah. Like we we've seen how that goes. Uh, I mean, <laughs> we we've we've had, We're here. We're living it. We've had plenty of, and and before we got here, we've seen plenty of evidence that it don't work. It ends we badly. We in Venezuela. <laughs> yeah, let alone all of everywhere the, else all over the soviet that, yeah. union yeah just all, any of that just like when yeah we're seeing it here like you can't like once you you relinquish a little bit of your rights well they're like all right well that wasn't enough we're gonna keep on going um i mean the the income tax started started as they they passed it as a law and the Supreme Court shot it down as unconstitutional, so they had to make a constitutional amendment so that it would become constitutional. And it started as 1% uh, of your income on, like, the highest earners in the country. And now, I mean, fuck. It's like, you know, if you're making any anything over, like, 50K a year, that's, like, 25% of your salary, like, a quarter of your salary every year straight to the feds. Yep. Well, so you brought up the Soviet Union. So here's my question for you guys, because I'm sure you guys are the same as me. We all grew up that Russia was just top dog, the bad guy. You yeah. did not mess with Russia. Seeing the way they're doing in Ukraine, did it completely change your perspective on Russia? Um, Not so much. Um, I, I think it did surprise me um, how like how badly they miscalculated that I don't. And also to see how, like how inept um, their, their military is because they do have some, some cool shit. And you also have to wade through like anything you're hearing from Western media. Like you have to take that with a big grain of salt, just like you take anything sure. coming, coming from um, especially from coming from the Ukrainians themselves, because I mean, and I, I don't fault them for it. I'm just saying you're they're full of shit, but they have to be because they're they're fighting for their lives. I mean, they're like they're trying to get everything. So I, I understand that. Um, but they've they've essentially. They almost accomplished what they originally set out set out to do, which is to take that that Donbass region. But they also added two other regions, which makes also yeah. makes sense because it gives them water access down to Crimea. Right. They're playing Which, just like this slow, long, drug out game to draw everybody yeah. towards the 
issue. Well, and we're uh, like we're a a microwave McDonald's fast food economy, you know, like uh, and our attention spans the same way and we fight wars the same way. Like we roll in, fuck a bunch of shit up and then like it looks cool for a minute and then like we don't have a plan afterwards. Like then then shit falls falls apart. Now it's on you. We're done. We came here. (laughs) We shot people. We're done. Yeah, but um, the initial uh, onslaught is like fucking outstanding. I mean, like that, our our boys are really good at killing. Not so great at building a country because that's not what they were trained to do. <laughs> like and, Desert uh, Storm was our perfect war. We fought it, and seventy two hours later, we're going home. Yeah, and yeah. Three days later, we we, we show yeah. up, we fuck shit up. All right, we go back <laughs> home. Hmm. The one that's really got me, and I do not recommend it to anybody, but Reddit is an absolute cesspool, just terrible, oh. terrible place. Yeah, yeah. Reddit's uh, Reddit is just long form Twitter. That's, that's but the what that good is. thing about Reddit is you can actually she shit like as it is happening, going yeah. on through that. Yeah, and say that that's those what I like guys about- that they're drag that Russia is dragging over right now to go fight that war. If you took that AK, laid it underneath your silage pile, built your silage pile, fed your cows on that feedlot all winter, and then pulled that AK back out next spring, that is what they're handing to guys right now. Well, and and this is the and one so that's argument. That's why I'm like, all right, well, I thought Russia was these big badasses. And oh, this no, is what they're giving people. That's this, holy typical shit, Russia. It's so rusted, you like you can't even run the action on it. Well, that's that's typical Russia, but it's also like severe Ukrainian propaganda mixed in with that too. So that's that's uh, you're not wrong. Yeah, and but it, it is a one testament to socialism slash communism is um, the one thing that the Soviets ever made that actually fucking worked was the AK forty seven. Even when it's a rusted pile of piece of shit. Yeah, I was gonna say like it, you, like that that old soldier probably still fired that rifle successfully. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like um the the Battle of Stalingrad in World War II, uh, they had one rifle per three men. So you just yep. waited for somebody to die and pick up their rifle. So that's, hopefully the right guy dies to the front. They would literally they would pick two or three of depending on what they had for ammo. They'd pick mm-hmm. either two or three guys. They'd give one a rifle and then give the other two ammo. Yeah, and, and you just had to hope the, the right front. guy got shot yeah. so you could pick no up a shit. gun. Yeah, <laughs> you're just like sorry, you I could love pick you. his ammo up. Yeah, I just I, I love you, man, but I hope you die before I do because I really want your gun. <laughs> I would really like a gun right now. Yeah. There's a video that goes around every so often around D-Day that shows you like the fatalities from each country, and it shows you like how long it would take just to show exactly what Russia went through. Like, oh yeah, how like, many people oh, they the gave up? Amount of Russians that died in World War II, nobody has any idea. Uh, they estimates are like twelve million, million estimates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we we had half a million soldiers, half right. a million. Yeah, and that's like two wars at once. Right. Um. Well, so so was uh, so was Germany though. <laughs> they they. <laughs> 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 um. The 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 country that really gets left out of World War Two and like at least in our 
our memory bank is Poland. Like, um, you know, I think it was Dachau. Was it Dachau or um, Warsaw is where they had the big Jewish ghetto in, in Poland. Yeah. But it wasn't just the Jews. It was all of Poland just got butt fucked. <laughs> it was the Germans. And then it was the Russians. And then it was the Ukrainians. And um, there's a lot of good reason why Poland might have blown up the Nord Stream, you know, because they're still a little bit bitter. <laughs> like they, they just bit. asked, they just asked Germany the other day, like within this year, they asked Germany for $4 trillion worth of uh, World War II reparations. Um, oh, shit. Yeah. But in their defense, they lost 10% of their population in World War II. Well, 10%. that's because Poland was the first one that got invaded. That's what kicked off World War II. By both sides. They got they got yeah. butt fucked by Poland the Axis and the Allies. <laughs> yeah. They uh, oh, like the Jews roasted. Like the oh, Jews yeah. lost uh, six million, which is a big number. Don't get me wrong. But the Polans lost ten percent of their entire national population in World War II. Like not they, to mention the fact that both countries bombed the ever living dog shit out of them mm, for the entire <laughs> war. Yeah, so they lost every piece of infrastructure <laughs> that they had. Oh. They're like, what did we even do? Yeah, like and then the bread were like, well, we get that boat and we get that boat, and Poland's just over <laughs> there like, holy shit, could I just get a factory again? <laughs> <laughs> can we please stop being butt fucked for a little bit <laughs> my asshole is raw and prolapsed and i would like it to stop for at least a little bit give me a day get a day without butt fucking <laughs> just a little bit of loop that's all i ask <laughs> yeah that that um oh. I I got that uh, author that I had on the other day. We were talking about Europe, and I was like, "Man, it is just so much more fucking complicated than any of us here in the U.S. realize." And all the more reason for us to stay the fuck out of it. <laughs> like exactly. I, I was like, you can listen to all of them. You're like, he's got a good point. So does he. So does he, and I can see why you all hate each other, but. <laughs> I don't know. Um, we got a bunch of oil. If you guys want it, we'll sell it to you. Peace out. <laughs> like that's that's what what our our attitude should be. No, it should be. Hey, I got my oil. Y'all have fun over there. Um, die. I guess if or do whatever y'all. Yeah, want to I do. just I don't know. I'm just like, hey, um, all that money that we're spending fighting over there. Why don't we build like the most badass fucking defenses around, along our you know, our coast and on the borders and just like, we want it to be like as menacing as fuck when you come in. But like, as soon as you're in and we let you in, like, it's awesome. This is fucking America, baby. But until then, fuck you. <laughs> like, like the until billions then, of fuck dollars off. that we spent to Pakistan for gender studies. Mm -hmm. yeah. Why the fuck yeah. do we well, not have the coolest ass wall you ever seen around America? That's like, hey, yeah, come over here. Yeah, we'll take we care of you. Yeah, we can keep all the Canadians out if we wanted to. Yeah. I, I think we should. God, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Like if I, I'm, I'm fairly convinced we will be at war in Europe at some point in the next, you know, five years probably. When we have and, no reason to be there, right? And I think war is inevitable. So if like we can just steer it southward and northward, and we just annex Canada, we annex Mexico. 
Um, maybe just annex all the way down to the Panama Canal and then build the wall right there. I was going to say, I'd like to keep the canal. So, yeah. Yeah. Let's, yeah. yeah. Take it right keep... down to there. And, um, yeah, like, tell Cuba, like, hey, no hard feelings. We'll trade with you now. Um, <laughs> you got a problem but... bringing up with Teddy Roosevelt, bud. Yeah, but if uh, yeah, you try to get Russian nukes in here again, we're just going to wipe you off the face of the planet so it's either become buddies or not exist one of the the u.s stinking island because we could do that yeah uh, so i'm like i'm anti-war to a point but like if we're gonna be at war and i think we're gonna be like let's at least get something for it we've got the military to do it and it it makes a lot more sense to declare war on the cartels than it does the fucking russians i mean the cartels don't have nukes yet so um or do they yet (laughs) Yet. um so yeah let's take them out while they still don't i did see a really good one the other day uh apparently it was captured from a cartel raid and it was a barrett 50 bmg they converted to full auto Fuck. I want to see the guy that could fire that number one. I mean, that would that would take like Francis Ngannou in a in a, <laughs> yeah. in, a in a prone position. Like right. seriously, I oh. shot a fifty from prone, and I still went backwards. Oh, also, like anybody who thinks it's a good idea to go to war with Russia, like please go watch these up and comers in the UFC coming out of Dagestan. Yeah. Like, they're not flashy, but they will just fucking maul you. And then go go follow uh, Look at That Russian on Instagram. And just, like, take a good look at we're gonna, what we're going to be dealing with when we're at war. And granted, their military might not be the best, but they still got a lot of nukes. In fact, more nukes than we do. And they're crazy as fuck. So let's, well, it's a lot I better would... to be friends with those guys. I always think way back World War II, everybody in Japan was trying to get him, the old Emperor Hirohito to invade mainland U.S. Mm-hmm. And his exact words, what he said, it'd be a mistake because behind every blade of grass would be a rifle. Yep. They're trying to take that away. Yeah. Yeah. The so that's the only thing that's got the, the U.S. for as long as we've been in the U.S. Well, it's also the only as good thing... militaries we've had. They already know. Holy shit! They, their military is one thing. There's a whole reserve over here that those guys will fuck you up. It's also the only thing that has stopped the U.S. from going full authoritarian, too. Like, uh... <laughs> like that... whether you like the Bundys or not, and whether you agree with them, that, that case was a in point. That yep. showed what we are still capable of. I right. tell you and, what, I ran up the other day to Idaho to go pick up big tote of grain to feed some fat steers out. Everywhere, every building you pass on the, up there in Idaho, Ammon Bundy. Bundy for a governor. I, yeah. I noticed I noticed that too when we went up to Braun Brothers this year. It was yeah, everywhere was Ammon Bundy and yep. you know what I and I like the Bundys. I don't agree with them on a lot of stuff. I I really don't agree with how they go about things some way, but also yep. I respect the fuck out of them because they, they stood up and 
and I will vote for one Republican this this uh, election. That's Joe Lombardo, because he was the sheriff at Bunkerville that said, hey, this has gone too far. We're letting these cows out. And he told he essentially told the BLM to stand the fuck down. Yep. Uh, I'm not saying that the Bundys were right. I think how they went about things probably wasn't the best. But also anybody that says he was a free grazer is full of shit. He paid his dues. He just paid him to the to Clark County instead of the federal government. Seems like an issue that could have been figured out between Clark County and the BLM, you know, without all of the nonsense. But well, and for darn sure, he made his stand, and yeah. So I respect for what what they did, and i I don't I don't think Lombardo is going to be a great sh- uh, governor by any means, but he's going to be better than what we have. And I know when like shit gets tense, he's a guy that's like, hey. Like we're not gonna we're not gonna have a shooting match today. Like we're this ain't happening. Not on my watch. And and uh so and he was he was not even like the the actual sheriff at the time. I think he was the the you know the second in line. Um and you know Clark County's got a different deal because the like Las Vegas Metro and the sheriff's department's all one department. So it's it's a little right. different. Um, but he was the guy in charge that day and he, and he was like, no, we're, we're not getting a shooting match. You guys are, you know, BLM, you guys are out of line. You guys, I don't want to see anybody die here tonight. So we're letting these cows go, which is what should have happened. And, um, so when push comes to shove, that was a reasonable man. And the guy that, that aired on the, the side of just like, Hey, let's figure this out peacefully somewhere else. That's a that's a guy you want in charge. I so that's the one Republican I'll vote for. Everything else I'm voting libertarian down the ticket. I don't give a shit if it gives the the race to the Democrats. Run better Republicans. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's they fine. haven't earned my better. vote. <laughs> the rest of them haven't earned my vote. Lombardo did one good thing and uh, and he did it in the time when it needed to be done, like when pressure was on, so all right. He earned my vote on that one. The rest of them ain't done shit. I'll vote libertarian because at least I know they don't want to take my shit. <laughs> well, I'm like, we ran into that down here in Texas, right? With Crenshaw. Yeah. He acted all cool and seemed yep. like the right guy and then magically turned into, I will take your guns. <laughs> oh, and, and now he's also going to play the veteran card to make you feel bad about you not wanting to take uh, him to take your guns. Yeah. So fuck him double hard. I got to refill. Be right back. I, I think it'd be a good time to go to Patreon because I gotta I gotta take a leak and uh, yeah we're at yeah we're we're at a hour forty so yeah good enough. If you guys got a little bit little bit of time on your hands, we'll 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 tell some some extra dirty jokes here on on the backside. Because I knew how it went last time. Perfect and heavy emphasis on the backside. <laughs> all right well uh thanks everybody for tuning in remember this is the last uh live stream that will not or that will go out to the public so if you want to be part of the, the live stream we don't have typically have too many but it's a fun time if you guys get to comment well uh you know we'll interact with you i'll put it up on the screen and whatnot it's it's always a good time if uh because sometimes people have some funny jokes that it but they don't want to be on a podcast so just comment it instead but uh 
patreon.com slash burning daylight best way to help out the show and uh yeah we're gonna we're gonna do some we're gonna tell some some uh some extra rank stuff on on the on this other side so anyway um brady your first time on the show why don't you sign us off buddy hey appreciate all you guys coming on be sure like subscribe comment all that bullshit i don't i don't know what do you what do you do on podcast i I already told you matt i ain't good at computers that's all right that's all you got to do now move your ass move your ass we're burning daylight (laughs) bam all right Up in the morning beneath the stars so bright. Pull your hat down, make sure your cinch is tight. Horses kinda snuffy, cold chill up your spine. You'll get your ass moving, sun will burn daylight. Burning